Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Karen Borges. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm your host and game master, Nate Borges. Let's go around real quick and introduce our players. Hi, I'm Jesse Dugas, and I play the human bard, Dominic Bader. Hi, I'm Stephen Freund, and I'm playing Alfonso Silverheel and his best buddy, Sally. Hi, I'm Rob Hart, and I play Gotara Flintfender, the Dwarven Cleric of Torag. Hi, y'all. I'm Karen Borges, and I play Miniri, the swashbuckling catfolk. So we were in the forest, right? No, actually. Our heroes find themselves looking around the lumber mill at all the different clues you found. You guys have decided that you're going to head over to the Sandpoint Garrison for a couple of different things. You do know that Ebor Thorn, the man who found the bodies, is there. Ben Vinder is there in custody. And the bodies of the uh, murdered, gen- murdered gentleman from days ago are also in the garrison. Myrtled. So- Myrtled. Myrtled. So walking up to the garrison, as I've mentioned before, you do notice there are more guards in the area. Some with the crest of Sandpoint and some with the crest of Magnamar. When you walk into the garrison, Solsta Vinder, who you've not previously met, Ben Vinder's wife, and Shayless Vinder, who you did meet, are seated in the garrison. Sheriff Baylor Hemlock sits in his office with the door open, and when he sees you, he comes out to greet you. Comes up and says, oh, so you solved it already. You've been gone maybe a couple of hours. I knew I got the right people. Well, we have Ven and Ebor here, as I told you, and I was just about to release Ven. His family is here and corroborated his alibi. After I saw the scene this morning, I went to Ven personally to tell him what happened. I told him about Katrine. He flew into a rage. He took a swing at me, but I, I kind of think he just did it out of anger. My deputies grabbed him and they put him in a cell to cool down. Seems to swing at a lot of people. Yeah, that's very on-brand. Katara looks puzzled. <laughs> I mean, if you were just told your child had been murdered, would you not be upset? Uh, oh, no, no, it's not the upset. It's, it's We've the, got some just, history with uh, punches. Yeah, it's just and, the throwing and, punches. I'm aware of the history between you two, but let's try to keep it civil, shall we? I mean, I know I brought you in on this, and it is unfortunate that he's the one that has to deal with this. And, but... So what history would that be? He's punched yet? We'll go over it. that later. Uh, yeah, I'm not no, too it's... worried about it now. I'd like to see Ebor Thorin, though, if at all possible, and perhaps the the uh, recently departed. Sure, yeah. Uh, I gave him a quick questioning at the mill, and he told me what he had found when he showed up for work that day, and then he said he went immediately looking for one of our guards. He's still very shaken up over the events of this morning. Why? <laughs> we'll be sure not to <laughs> rattle him too much. Uh, I will leave it up to you. You can talk to Ven if you wish, but I'm ready to clear him. It would be good just to talk to him, just to cover all bases. But we'll we'll get we'll talk to him maybe first to get rid of, so he can go home. Okay. So the sheriff stands up and he gestures you down the hall. You can go down the hall into the room on the left to go see Ebor Thorn, or down the hall into the room on the right to go see Ven Vinder. I do mention to the party that I'd like to talk to Ven first. It seems he was in the wrong place, wrong time. If we can get him home faster, probably shouldn't make the guy angrier than he normally is. But didn't they have the bodies of the three people who were killed down by the river here, too? Yeah, and I want to definitely have people with better survival than me to look at that, but I can't do anything in that regard. They uh, wanna, if someone wants to go investigate that while I'm doing this, 
Miniri and I could go look at the bodies between her survival and my healing, we might be able to get something out of it. That's fine with me. I just um, mentioned that when talking to Ven, you might want to discuss the history that Katrine had with Banny and just see if in a civil type way, as civil as we possibly can be, of course, you know, what kind of history his daughter had and maybe it would be better to discuss it with the mother who also happens to be here as well i'll talk to the father yeah i feel like that's a bad choice (laughs) which is why it's funny maybe you should come with us to see the dead bodies so you can't upset anyone else I don't Can have just so survival awesome dead bodies I put him in front of. But even besides that, you might want to ask if this gentleman, Banny, knew anything about these three people they found out at the river or had been seen with them recently. Or maybe if Christine had, although I didn't think anyone would have noticed. Sure. So uh, where do you guys want to go? Are you splitting the party? We are, I think. I think mm, more work for me. This is me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, we're in a the more work we can make for you, the better. There's really no reason to split the party, but let's do it. Yeah, yeah, it's the motto of my dice box. <laughs> After all, Alfonso will turn to Dominic. I take the father, you take the cop. Huh? <laughs> do you what want to question the, the guard? Do you want to question the guard or the guy who stumbled across the bodies? That was a guard, you mean wasn't you it? Thorn? No, Ewart yeah. Thorn was a woodwork, uh, wood mill, lumber mill. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. Um, probably best if we go on a united front, I feel like. Look, he's a lumberjack. He's okay. We're not worried about him. Well, let's <laughs> let's start with Ven, uh, see if he knows anything. If you want, you can talk to Ven's mother. Mm. I mean, mother. Uh, wife. <laughs> Why talk to Ven? Okay. Maybe that way we can couple some more ground and split the party even more. I was going to say, <laughs> did you guys just want to do a four-way split? Get everybody at once? <laughs> Seduce the wife. Got it. Does anybody want to go see what's going on with the Rusty Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> We're sending Actually, can Sally I see, Sally Sally see yeah. how he's doing? Can I be at Magnamar right now? <laughs> no. Okay. Here, here, Back here's at the what... horror house with Takua. <laughs> no, I, I, got a, rumbles. I got the perfect split. Okay. Dominic takes Ven. Alfonso takes the wife. Sally takes uh, the woodworker. Sally is not going to Could interrogate we come back. the woodworker. Could you just, the, the, could you just the imagine coming in? Half of it in its mouth, just <laughs> the guy's in a corner, just like peeing himself, and this eight foot long lizard's just like. You know, I gotta double check on some rules, but the fact that Sally has a seven intelligence and can understand languages, you know, I'm actually not sure that Sally can't talk. <laughs> I think because animal rules, it's like one. It's one of the first rules. But I know if you have a bipedal humanoid, yeah. Uh, Eidolon, they can talk. If we just uh, retroactively, oh yeah, Sally could talk this whole time. Uh, I I step into the the room where Ven Vender is. Okay, so you see Ven sitting at a table. Uh, He's not cuffed to the table or anything. He's just sitting there. Uh, A guard did let you into the room. The room was locked. And he kind of slowly looks up at you and says, of course the sheriff would ask you to I suppose you think I did all this. Uh, no, I don't think you did anything, you know, innocent until proven guilty and all that. But we want to, yeah, we figured we'd start with you so we could get you home at this point and just answer some questions and then you'll be good to go. I'll put in the word with the sheriff and you'll be good to go. Um, I'm going to roll diplomacy at that point. I am being truthful to him, but I want him to feel comfortable. Sure. I got a 26. Yeah, he believes you. 
So why don't you tell me in your own words what happened that led you here today? Well, I got up in the morning like I normally do. And I went downstairs to open the shop. I had to get a few things ready before I opened the doors. It was still very early. Again, I was just making sure everything was straight around. And I get a knock on the door. Not unusual that somebody's looking for something. But when I went to go check, it was the sheriff. So I let the sheriff in. And he started telling me about what he found this morning. That he found my Katrine. And that she was in an accident. And I, I didn't want to believe him, but... The sheriff has never lied to me ever. I don't think he's ever lied to anyone. And I I kind of lost it. I, I kind of took a swing at him, and I know I shouldn't have. He didn't do it. I know that, but I didn't know what else to do. He just told me my daughter had died. And the next thing Sorry I know, I was lost, being... by the way. Thank you. I know it's tough for you to say that. Am I an evil person to him? <laughs> I think we're all guilty by association. Hmm. You're not. You weren't there. <laughs> next thing I know, I was on the ground. A couple of guards had me pinned, and I, once I realized what was going on, I, I let them take me. And here I am. I mean, I was obviously upset and angry before. I'm still upset, but no longer angry. Can you tell me a little bit about Katrina and Benny? I didn't know anything about this. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I mean, she went out at their affair. I wish you wouldn't call it that. <laughs> their relationship. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I, I didn't know anything about the two of them. I knew she would go out at night, and she would tell me she'd go to different bars in town, mostly the Rusty Dragon, which I trust. I know the people there, and Shayless would always want to go with her. So I thought with the two of them going together, that they'd be safe. They never had anything to give me any worry. She always came back. She was always here in the morning. She would always help me open the store. Okay. And uh, do you know if either of them had any history with those three people that were killed out by Cougar Creek? I mean, not to my knowledge, unless they came into the store, but from what the sheriff tells me, they were con men, so unless they ripped me off and I don't know, I don't know anything about them. I've never heard she their names sleeping. before. She was sleeping with two of them, but... <laughs> you don't know that. You're not there. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there and you aren't there. That's pretty much all I have for does say that I overheard that a note was found with her body that had your little group's name on it. If I find out that any of you had anything to do with this, I will not rest until you're all hanging in Magnamar. Uh, is he trying to intimidate me? Not so much. It's more just like a solemn promise that he's not explicitly blaming you, but your group's name found with the bodies does raise some suspicions, and he's not exactly sold. I got a... Let's see, where is that skill? A 19 on bluff to keep my composure stoically, like, really. Okay, he just kind of stares at you. I stare back. Okay, well, I appreciate your time. Uh, just got to talk to the sheriff, and then we'll see about get you out now. getting you out of here, okay? He said I could leave pretty soon. Yeah, I'm going to make sure it's really soon. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I do leave. I don't know if anyone's in the hallway, but I would now like to talk to Shayless when it's my next go-around. I think I was going to talk to the wife while he was talking to... Yep. So, you can walk out into the atrium. I don't even know if that's a, too big of a word for how big this garrison uh, is. Ve vestibule? <laughs> yeah, that feels too small, so it's somewhere in the middle. Hallway. Hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waiting room? 
So what are you? You're just walking up to. Uh, her name is Solsa and Shayla. So you're just gonna walk up to him, Alfonso. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. I'm going to. So. Yep. Alfonso will uh, walk up and we'll start. To begin with, I'm very sorry for your loss, but um, the sheriff has put us in charge of trying to investigate what happened to your daughter. And so, um, Solsa, ma'am, I, I have a question. To, to the best of your knowledge, how long was your daughter going out and getting finger blasted by Ben? Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, that's it's not the You're in space so, right now. I don't so, have to talk to you at all. Guard, can you please get this man away from me? At that point, you see a guard kind of step up closer towards you. And he motions for you. He puts his hand, like, in front between the two of you. And he starts to motion for you to back away. Any any work I just made on this family liking us is lost. (laughs) I mean, the guy freaking attacked us straight out of the... And the the other daughter threw us under the uh, bus. I'm not exactly inclined to be on their best side. The sheriff, who... 30 seconds ago said, why don't you guys go see who you want to talk to is still standing there and hears this <laughs> and looks right at you, Alfonso, and says you are this Bye. close not only being run out of town I will strip you of your your deputy and I will make sure that you never get any job, government or not in any city in Varesia. It's called the bad cop. The party goes to prison. Cue the <laughs> effects from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, man. That went exactly the way I expected it to go. He's an idiot. <laughs> I expected it for him to fail in at least two lines, not one. So, really, you exceeded oh, no. expectations. Oh, yeah. No. He's... The second he said, how long has your daughter, it was just a matter of what he said. <laughs> It's probably at this point that Dominic would hear yelling from inside the room. You were in charge. We left you in charge of him. I'm glad I'm going. Uh, I'm glad I'm going to speak to those same people soon. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I need to be the good cop next time. In the meantime, while Alfonso is being escorted away and almost to a cell, Dominic's still dealing with Ven. What are Maniri and Gotara doing? We'd like to look at the dead buddies. Yes. (laughs) So you follow the hallway in the garrison, past the two interview rooms, let's say, and to a basement in the garrison. So as you go down the stairs, I would like both of you to make me a fortitude check. So do you trust those two to actually do this without saying something mind-bogglingly stupid? I trust Dominic to do that. I don't know about the other one. I trust What did the... you just say to me? You hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I trust his pet more than I trust him. You asked for Smart. a fortitude save? Fortitude. <laughs> yeah, Maniri's nice. throwing up. It's a four. Okay. Ooh, there she smells. 19. It's so again, body. maybe it's the fact that Gotara has dealt with dead bodies before, but the smell of decay is very strong here. And yes, you are indeed sickened. When you is head it down like more stage, than just th- those bodies? Is there like other dead people down there, or is it just them? No, there are three dead bodies down there, and they've been dead for now three days. Ooh, so we're getting right. I mean, 
it is the basement room temperature. 50 degrees cellar temperature. So, which one of these is iced tea from SBU? Homicide. So, I'm gonna like like pat Maneri on the back, try to keep her hair out of her <laughs> out of the vomit. My hair is short. It's more yeah. my tail that you have the, to be working on. You're you a short hair by the tail. See what happens. <laughs> you're you're like a Persian short hair or Russian blue. Yes. What, what kind of cat are you? I need a description. Well, so I thought I gave a description. So she has like, it's fairly short, but it's like sort of like matted, a kind, like kind of a whitish gray. bearing sailor cat. A sailor cat, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a whitish gray um, color. Uh, I think they would she, call that gray. If she was clean, if she like bathed, <laughs> She would be white in almost entirely white, but because of like the dirt and the fact that she just doesn't like care, and she takes like dirt baths more than anything else, it's like more gray. So it's kind of like your character on Roll 20, yes. Yep, oh, okay, cool. That's and actually she's got this like tattoo on her neck that you can kind of see, sort of a little bit like it's like a shaved area, um, with a tattoo on her neck, cool. It's okay, Lost. Let it out. <laughs> Somehow oh, I did I not imagine Mineri quite so unhygienic. I just doesn't I'd... care so much. Yeah. With the moral, with the, always with the moral high ground. I no. Mineri was supposed it... to be the best of us. And the fact that she's not is a little but disappointing. But she's the smelliest oh, of us. Nothing instead. wrong with that. Just whenever she she's makes acrobatic check to the dust bus. Hey, look, it gives me 20% mischance because with the acrobatics, the dust that comes up, it's perfect. For example, anyway. Just going to start calling you Pigpen. <laughs> so as you then proceed further down the stairs and Maniri is losing her breakfast. Just like create water to wash away the puke. Latara, <laughs> you notice that there are five stone slabs in the basement, three of which have bodies on them covered with a white sheet. Oh, this is going to be fun. I'll rock <laughs> up to the one in the middle and pull back the sheet. Are you like magicians pulling it back and like flourish? <laughs> the creature! <laughs> so uh, when you reveal it, it is the body of a human male and the biggest thing that sticks out right away is that carved into the chest is a seven-pointed star. I'm beginning to notice a pattern. Is there a toe tag? Like something to indicate which of the three this is? Yes, this is uh, Mortwell. Mortwell? Hmm. So they were out of Mort license plates. I knew it. Who names their son Bort? Um, All right, so let's examine Bort. Yeah, can Maneri do like a perception check on if there's anything in his pockets or... Uh, he's not wearing any clothes, so... Oh, he's not wearing nothing, any clothes. Oh, I didn't nothing... know... No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't know. There's still a pocket on the backside. What was his name again? Thank you. (laughs) Can I just do a perception check to see if there's any other, or maybe survival, or uh, like? I'm basically trying to figure out whether or not the seven-pointed star was cut into him post or pre-mortem. That would be a heel check. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. When I'm sick. Um, I got a 15 heel actually to. Take a look and see what... Oh, it's Mortwell. Okay. We call oh, Maneri got a 15 as well. Okay. So the 15 heel check, you can tell that it was done pre-mortem, but also that it was done by, similarly like before, a creature that 
has a five-fingered claw. There are little claw marks inside the wound that look like it dug out this carving. Would that 15 heal check tell us what killed him? No. That is a heal check. Unless a heal check can identify creatures. No, no, I meant like what, what wound killed him. Cause of death, not perpetrator. This particular guy looks like blunt force trauma to the head. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do the same thing to the body to my right, because we went to the middle, right? You want to take the right, I'll take the left? Sure. So looking at the body on the right is Gedwin Tabe, and same thing. He's got a seven-pointed star carved into his chest. And on the left with Ask, same thing, seven-pointed star carved into the chest. Ooh, much better heel check on Ask. Sweet, 20. That 20, you can say that Hask died from... Uh, lacerations to his back. Again, it looks like a five-fingered claw. Um, Am I still sickened? Yes, you are. So, just out of curiosity... 16 for Tab. 16 uh, Tab is also blunt force trauma. But it looks more that that may not be the thing that killed him. Definitely has some head contusions, but looks like his neck was snapped. So, real quick, um, Mortwell... Blood force trauma, can we tell looking at it if, like, where he was cracked on the head? Was it on the back of the head, front of the head? It was the back of the head. I'm just, I'm wondering, looking at this, this one got scratched in the back, says to me that he might have been running. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, running away. I'm wondering if Mortwell went first, then they got, sorry, I'm still working on the names here. Tab. Then they got Hask, and... Tabe was trying, or rather, then they got Tabe, then Hask was trying to run, and it caught him trying to run, but we, I suppose we'd have to look at the crime scene to know that for a fact. Right. I don't know. I mean, just kind of a point. Um, I mean, I know. You're not there! I'm not, I'm not <laughs> there. I'm, I'm speaking meta. Sorry. I'll shut up. I'll be quiet. It's okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I cast um, knowledge, Steve. Um, <laughs> uh, just kind of thinking out loud, it's really weird that it's like, you know, blunt force trauma. It, snap neck you know and then claws digging out you know usually you have the the clawed creatures see more claw marks bite marks so well i mean clearly we're talking something um more intelligent if it's mm. unforced trauma and stuff you're probably talking uh maybe a club or something you know well, it, it could also be a could also be a rock true i'm i'm just saying you know usually clawed creatures claw so the fact that it's not what I'm wondering is if this thing, this thing sees them in the woods. Either it has a club on it or it picks up a rock, cracks Mortwell in the head. It must be quick if it managed to snap the other one's neck. I'm wondering if it just caught him or if it pounced on him and then sees the third one running away, jumps after him, and he goes down. I'm just saying it doesn't uh, rule out my fish people theory, you know, because they were both found by rivers and... Fish people use clubs, I think. Latara, can you roll me a religion check? Would this be a religion with regard to fish people? Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't explain, Steve, the seven-pointed star, though. I don't think fish people... Steve's not there. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, nope, uh, you're fine. I'm just yeah. making notes for later. Okay. Um, can we go back upstairs and possibly ask the sheriff if we haven't been kicked out of the garrison. Well, you definitely hear yelling. You can't hear yeah. what they're saying, but you can hear yelling. Wonderful. Is there a is there a, a guard down here? 
Uh, down here, no. They don't come down here now because of the smell. There, there's no, like, um, can we look around and see if the personal effects of these three men are somewhere? Uh, they don't seem to be down here. You got any gold? <laughs> no, I was just trying to see if there was anything that could Reasonably lead us certain to, like, native. make a connection between the lumber mill and them, you know, like, whatever. The right, loot well, lust is real. I guess I would say to Gotara that I don't see anything else that these bodies could provide us with. Maybe if we look at their personal effects, what they came in with, that would be helpful. Although I hear a ruckus upstairs, which makes... Does this happen everywhere you you three go? Like, that you pick a fight with someone? I mean, not everywhere. Worst adventurers ever. But (laughs) we do... We, we're not the most... Well, you you remember when we met, I was guys a little guarded. Make poor decisions. A, you mean when you... Yeah, that's true. I did stab myself in the hand. But, I, you know, I just... I was trying to figure out what your skills were, and I wanted to show off my skill, which I didn't really do a very good job of. But So maybe we should go back upstairs. Probably should have done that seven years earlier. <laughs> so uh, now you go what? upstairs and this is about you see Dominic heading out of the room and he's turning the hallway Dominic you encounter Alfonso being not pulled away but <laughs> forcibly uh, escorted more of a light I can, dragon. I can figure out enough of what's going on here quickly that uh, I go to the mother why do I keep thinking it's the mom the wife and be <laughs> And be like, because well, oh. it's the mother of Katrine. I feel the like it's the mother. Must be why. That must be why. And I'm like, sorry for whatever already happened here. Ben <laughs> will be Ben will be released very shortly. Just need to speak to your daughter, and then you'll be on your way. <laughs> so I, I, I then go over to Shayla's and ask if I can speak to her in the corner. She says one moment, and she kind of mm-hmm. takes her mother by the hand and. Uh, tells her to wait outside, that she shouldn't have to deal with seeing the likes of you people. Oh, right. I forgot how much of a bitch she is. I mean, what? <laughs> um, she started this whole thing. You guys did accuse her of being a slut. She I did. did no such she thing. The shoe fits. <laughs> I heard it was... <laughs> Neither character did that. <laughs> uh, I don't think mine did either, but if the butt plug fits, like Karen said... <laughs> And oh, I killed Steve, Steve again. Oh, I got beer in my nose. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Shayla's comes back from the front door without the mother, and she just kind of looks at Dominic and says, yes? Can you tell me about Katrine? What about her? You know, your dad said that you two would often go to the Rusty Dragon together. Well, she would go. I didn't go. So where did you go when your dad thought that you two were going together? <clears throat> I don't know. It depends. I mean, I would hang out at a couple of the bars in town. I'd go over to the Hagfish. I'd go over to the Fat Man's Feed Bag, over to the White Deer. Pixie Kitten, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know if Katrine was associated with those three people that were killed over by Cougar Creek? No, I've never heard of those men before in my life. Okay. Then why don't you tell me a little about Katrine and Banny. Banny was sweet on her. He loved everything about her and she loved him. But my father doted on Katrine so much that he wouldn't have approved because Banny's not from money. Not that we are either, but 
He always wanted the best for her. She was a nice girl. And she deserved better than this. And not that Banny was bad by any means. He was a great guy. But they would meet at the lumber mill late at night. I mean, I don't want to say it was the worst kept secret in town, but I think everybody but my father knew. Hmm. Why do you think they met at the lumber mill? Banny had keys to the lumber mill. It was the only place where they could go without being seen. Hmm. What do you think of... What did you think of their relationship at the time? Like I said, I didn't mind Banny. I thought he was a nice enough guy. I mean, I think he was kind of uh, stingy. You know, the fact that he wouldn't take her out anywhere, wouldn't go buy her a drink. They always met at the lumber mill. Hmm. And what do you know of Banny's aspirations or feelings or goals toward the lumber mill? Anything that he ever talked about with you? I never really talked with him much. I mean, I... I don't know that much about him besides she would go see him at the lumber mill. Okay. Uh, I thank you for your time. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, go see about releasing your father. I mean, I hope they release him soon. My mother said that yeah. she was with him all night. She'll be able to get him out pretty soon. Uh, he's going to go over to the, the uh, sheriff at that point and tell him they can release him then. He's going to say, have you given this family enough trouble? I haven't done anything. You can release Ben. I know you haven't, but... You keep your friend in line. I don't need any more trouble in my town. There's enough going on right now as it is. We should speak to... I forget that guy's name already. Uh, Ebor. Fine. But he so, leaves. He, how about he stays in the waiting room? Nope. I don't want him in my building anymore. It's called the bad cop. Ugh. <laughs> Fine. And, uh, we'll, we, we'll meet you back leave. up at the Rusty Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Go get a beer. Well, go ask... Well, I'm not. I don't know. Are we back up? You guys would be like walking down the hallway. You probably would have. You could see in the distance Dominic talking to the sheriff. Oh, but I don't know any of the information that you guys know. So never mind. I don't have anything to say. (laughs) Um, At this point, probably a couple moments later, you guys would all be in the vestibule atrium hallway. I do kind of release what I have as the notes. Have we mentioned to the sheriff yet that we think the thing that did this was undead? No. We you haven't told anything, to... the sheriff, what you found in... We, we I, I would rather have some more substantial claim. I was going to say, I do mean, we know that? I mean, we have that smell coming off of that, off of the axe that we know that Katrin used to hit whatever killed her. That strikes me as pretty important evidence. Well, yes, I would agree with that, but we don't know... Even if we don't know it for a fact, I think it's something we should at least bring up to him. We can bounce ideas off of him once we talk to Ebor. I think that's when we'll have the best you know, case or, you know, at least enough to share with him rather than just parts of the puzzle. Did we look for, like, defensive wounds? <laughs> downstairs or in the in the lumber mill? No, on the bodies downstairs. Like That would be a Gotara heel check, so I would imagine probably. With the heel checks I rolled, would I have noticed any? You didn't notice any, but also, for lack of a better term, going to strike this whole thing from the record because I don't think any of you have enough intelligence to think for that. I know <laughs> Rob, your new character has higher but Fair that's enough. some pretty pretty intense deducing and reasoning. Yeah, How dare so you? I don't think we can average. look under the fingernails of the three yeah. dead bodies to see whether How dare there. you? I have a 12 intelligence. Yeah, if this case gets solved we are going to stumble into it at best. I mean, my, I've got a decent intelligence and a high wisdom. I might have noticed something like that. Uh, you there? You didn't notice. Fair I, enough. I, 
I'm inclining to them getting jumped more than anything at the moment, but I want to. I'd want to look at that crime scene. <laughs> if you're going back to the Rusty Dragon, should we ask the patrons around if they had seen Katrine that night? Are you talking to Alfonso at this point? Yes. Right. Is that where you're going? Are you going back to the Rusty Dragon? What's happening? Yeah, I guess I'll. Yeah, I can head back to the Rusty Dragon. Um. Did we can get a timeline, maybe. Yeah. I don't think he would have thought of that on your own, but if you if you tell him, you know, it's like you should ask around. I don't know that would know it necessarily, but like, I don't know. They kept saying the rusty dragon, and it seems weird that maybe we've never seen her there. Okay. But maybe. Can Actually, Amico. that's true. Can um, what would I roll to like check my memory? Because he said that. Memory bank. Yep. <laughs> intelligence. Oh, great! I'm I'm so good at intelligence. All right. Is Maniri still sickened? Yes. You're, pro- you're, you're probably getting another roll now because you're, uh, you're, you're not just in coming situation. off of it. Like you're you're starting to feel better. You probably got like another like minute of it. Okay. That'll be uh five. Five uh, intelligence check. You're actually struggling to recall what Shadeless looks like. <laughs> or Katrine. Perfect. Do you think they're the same person? Shadeless <laughs> <laughs> being right behind you. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry, Alfonso, was it? Yep. I, uh, maybe you should talk to Amiko. I mean, I know her pretty well, and she knows pretty much everyone who goes into that bar. Maybe she'd have seen her? <laughs> mm-hmm. I wasn't listening, but I think I should go talk to Amiko and see if she's uh, seen uh, Shalis in there. I yeah, good one. yeah. Okay. I'll be good. That's the way. (laughs) Oh my god! I turn to the other two. Shall we go talk to Ebor? Please. (laughs) Um, How about we also talk to the two other guards, Dirk and Orth? (laughs) Orth. Orth. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that was his name. They were write a name down on paper, and you're like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And then you say, "You're like, oh shit, (laughs) that is a terrible name." Uh, Christ. Uh, yeah, let's talk to Ebor first, for sure, I would say. If you guys want to be in the room, but hang back a little bit so he doesn't feel like three people are ganging up on him, that'd probably be for the best, but oh, feel free to chime good in. Cop, bad cop, and sad cop? Midir- um, Midiri's <laughs> no, going to say... Bad cop, worst bitch. cop, and incompetent cop. Um, no, no, Midiri's going to say that she's probably not very... She's not useful in this um, endeavor, but that she's going to go see if the there were any personal effects on the three dead bodies. And no, so no. she'll go Miniri, off and see if she can find somebody. Miniri and Dominic have to do this. It's good cop, cat cop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I say look for the quartermaster. He would probably know. Perfect. By the way, did you see which way the sheriff went? Right over there. He's in his office. Okay, I, I just need to go ask him one really quick thing, and then we'll, I'll meet you back over there with Ebor. I'll start then, and I'll inform Ebor, inform Ebor that you're coming as well, but I, I can start without you. Okay, so the sheriff is closer, so you walk into the sheriff's office. Yeah, knock on the door, try to get his attention. Oh, he's sitting at his desk. He sees you walk in. Oh. Sorry. Hi. Right. Um, sheriff, just one quick, very quick thought. The um, sure. This Danny, was he living at the lumber mill, or did he have a house of his own? Uh, I think he had residence in town, but from what I understand, he spent a good chunk of time at the mill. Well, would it be possible for maybe some of us, perhaps not the mouthy 
human? I'm really not sure what he is, but the lizard. But maybe some of us will go take a look at that and see maybe if there's any clues at his residence. I mean, nothing happened there, but you're welcome to. I'm, I'm guessing the look you're the giving me right now is the look that he's giving me. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't ask. You're just saying, can I go? I th- he assumes you know. Yeah. Like, Yeah. So with just getting permission, don't want your guards thinking we're robbing the man now that he's dead. No, no. Uh, I will have some of my guards accompany you, just to not arouse suspicion. All I ask, I just didn't want to get in trouble for trying to help you. I, I'm inclined to think that his death isn't an accident, or at least not maybe related to the other three beyond just the same killer. Definitely wasn't a lumber mill accident. Well, not his. Um... <laughs> But certainly something that LeBear's looking into just to close out suspicion. I can understand that. Uh, when you decide to go over there, please stop in here first. I don't know when you want to go, but and I will send two of my guards with you. I, I'll speak with the others first, but you'll be the first to know. Thank you. Then I'll double back out to go find Dominic. At this point, you walk in and Dominic is yelling at Ebor Thorne. <laughs> you keep saying slap, that, slap, keep, slap. son of a whore. Tell me, tell me. Reverse flash. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so. It's such a similar name. Ibor Frodrick. <laughs> five minutes. I left you for five bloody minutes. <laughs> so you walk into the other interview room, and Ibor is a young, from what you can tell, handsome man in town. He still looks like Ooh, he's handsome, in a bit of shock. Yes, and you are a bard. Still in shock after what he discovered in town. Uh, you do know the sheriff gave him a quick questioning at the mill, but the sheriff thought it would be more prudent if you guys gave him a proper question. So, is he chained to the table or in a jail cell? Or He is not. The door is locked. There is a guard that has to let you in, but he is just sitting at the table. Uh, is Gotara with me, or do I have to wait? Uh, you can wait for her, or you can walk in. Um... I'll just walk in first. It's fine. Okay. Tell me where the bomb is. <laughs> I introduce myself. I am Dominic. Confess. And uh, Ebor Thorne. I, I, thank you. I'm uh, helping lead an investigation of what happened at the lumber mill. Uh, I'll be joined by another from my team, Gotara, quite any minute now, uh, just to, to set expectations and just here to find out the facts of what happened the other night. And I'm going to roll another diplomacy just to try and put at ease again. Sure. Uh, 21. Okay. Uh, you see him kind of not loosen up. That's way too strong, but he kind of sits back and just kind of like breathes a second. He says, you said there's going to be another one of you? The sheriff hired you? Yeah, we're uh, a bit of an independent contractor if you could say, <laughs> just because the... Uh, what, what's been going on with the town? I don't know if you heard of what happened with the goblin attacks, but we took care of that. I was here. I mean, I I live in town. I work in town. I was very well aware of what happened. Uh, I had a feeling. I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I've seen you guys around town, but, you know, depending on who you talk to, you guys don't have the greatest uh, reputation. Why not? Yeah. That aside, uh, why don't you think, why don't you tell me what uh, what happened that night? I like to think Gotara walked in. You guys don't have the greatest reputation. (laughs) Yeah, this is pretty much when you show up. So he says, well, I I got up in the morning as per usual. Uh, Banny had been working the late night shift, as he normally does. 
I open up in the morning. I usually work the morning shifts. He comes in a bit later and leaves in the afternoon, and then he opens up for a late night shift. When I came in this morning, I opened the door, and I saw the blood in front of me. And I looked up, and I saw her body by the saw. And then I saw the body hanging on the wall. I started to run over to the man on the wall, and then I stopped when I saw the tattoo. I knew it had to be Banny. He has had that raven tattoo on his side. He was so proud of it when he got it. I, I saw the way that his chest was all carved up, and that his face was all disfigured, and I couldn't stand to look at him anymore. I ran out of the mill and found the closest guard as soon as I could. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, you mentioned a raven tattoo. Uh, we, uh, I kind of look at Kotar as like, we didn't see a raven tattoo, did we? Um, can I roll sense motive on his little statement there? Go ahead, yep. Uh, I'll roll to aid just to kind of... I, I, maybe I can see Gotara's face kind of scrunched a little bit. And maybe I try and suss out a little bit more with her. Uh, you are aided. Okay, so that brings that up to 21. Okay. So to answer your first question, Jesse, uh, yes, you did hear about the Raven tattoo before. That's how they identified that this is Banny Harker. It's because Ebor said it at the scene because they didn't know who he was because he was missing a draw and all identifiable. But uh, the 21, you can... He's, he's truthful about everything he's saying, but it seems like he's not telling you everything. Hmm. Does, does anyone else think we should have rolled sense motives on the others that we questioned? There's a reason that's <laughs> the first thing that I did. Um, um, not for Ben Bender, <laughs> personally. Uh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna ask, do you know when Benny got that Raven tattoo? Uh, he got it a few years back. He thought it was a great little thing. He said it, it was a... Uh, Oh God! What was the phrase he used? He said it was God like he was part of a flock. I don't know what flock mm. he was talking about. He kept trying to get me to get the tattoo, but I never saw anybody else with that tattoo. I think he just wanted the both of us to have it, but I never got one. Not quite as good, but sense motive sixteen on. I don't know what he meant with that flock. It sounds like he's telling the truth to you. I mean it. It feels like he's a little unsure because he's now speculating what Banny meant. So you're getting secondhand knowledge firsthand. Tell me uh, about Banny and Katrine. Well, they did use the lumber mill at night for their purposes. Banny did work the lumber mill at night normally. He would have the mill going to catch up on orders, get ahead on some things, you know, just make sure that we kept going. He was very big on making sure we got all the orders out on time and making sure that we stayed ahead of things. I mean, it wasn't every night they met, but he was there in the middle of the night. She would sometimes join him. You know, I didn't turned really, on by sawdust. I didn't really care. No, so, he turned on by lard wood. Come on, it was right in front of you. <laughs> Go for the obvious joke, Rob. What's wrong with Just, you? He kind of says, I, I don't really care what he was doing. I mean, we still... Did well, like I said, on our orders. We made good time. We were making good money. And I worked the morning shifts. Like I said, he would come in, he would check up, and then he would go home for a while because I knew he would work the overnights, which was perfect for me. Do you uh, know if he had any affiliation with the three people killed outside of town by Cougar Creek? I don't believe so. I mean, unless they ordered something from us, but their names don't seem familiar to me. Both did Banny, Banny and I did the invoicing, so I can't... I don't remember those names. Did Banny have any enemies? 
not really any enemies. I know Mr. Scarnetti, if he ever finds out, he wouldn't be too keen on what Banny was doing. Um, I'm also going to sense motive on that last one in particular. Yeah, um, actually, for the for that one, let's see. As the first one was not worth mentioning, but for this one... I got a 24 on that one. Okay, uh, 26. Ooh. So with... Good sense, man. 24 and 26. You think he's initially referring to the late night rendezvous, but it sounds like he's holding back on something else. So you, uh, you say that he may not have been thrilled, that Mr. Scarnetti may not have been thrilled with what he was up to. You mean what he was going, what he was doing with his spare time, or was there something else he was up to? Um, well, a while ago, I was doing the invoicing, and I noticed that there were some discrepancies. And when Discrepancies? I, yeah, when I talked to Banny about it, he said not to worry about it. And the more I looked into it, the more it looked like he was you know, skimming off the top. You know, little bits here and there, he would take side jobs and use the lumber mill to, you know, do these jobs, and they weren't actual invoicing. So he never cost Mr. Scarnetti any money besides maybe some time in the lumber mill and a little so, work, but he never took from Mr. Scarnetti. But Mr. Scarnetti is not the nicest man. I, I, I don't want to think what would happen if he ever found out. He kind of has a, a reputation in town, you know. So these side jobs, he was what? He was milling wood? Or what, what was he doing? Yeah, usually, you know, if somebody was looking for something, you know, if they couldn't get a contract through the Mercantile League or us directly, Banny would meet with them. And it was usually people that we couldn't do anything on credit for. You know, they had bad credit. They had no credit. They put a dime down and see what happens. <laughs> I got that. So he was the general. Insert every bad car commercial here. Yeah, yes. local bad car commercials. Got it. Seriously. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm a wee bit confused because I got the impression earlier he was a bit stingy, but he's doing things with people without me without any kind of gold up front. Well, I think he got paid for them. I don't think he did the jobs and got paid on delivery. I think he got paid up front. I mean, I never really inquired too much about what he was doing besides the fact that he were off the book jobs. Once I uh, kind of found that out. on that too. <laughs> sure. 28. Yeah, it sounds like he knew Banny was doing this. And not that he didn't care, but didn't read into it too much. It wasn't something for him, but he also wasn't going to turn in his friend. Can I tell that he, if he's holding anything back, or was that kind of what he was holding back, the Mr. Scarnetti part? If that's what he was holding back, that he was cooking the books. Yeah, that a feeling. Okay. Scarnetti. <laughs> Forget about it. Scarnetti's perfectly legitimate woodcutting. I mean, <laughs> you, know, hey, yo. you know their reputation in town, so... I look over at Dominic like, do you have any idea what the hell they're talking about? Uh, knowledge local? I've, I've lived here for only a couple of months. I just got here. Sure. Holy we shit. cut wood. We good... cut bodies. Scarnetti's lumber. Okay, 25 is telling you that you know the Scarnetti's run the lumber mill, obviously. <laughs> but Ooh. they also run a lot of the grain mills in the surrounding area, which you've already found out. There's been a lot of rumors that some of the competing grain mills have burned down in the area. Jesus except Christ. for the Scarnettis. 
and that some people have even gone as far to say that the Scarnettis are involved with the Zarni. Zarni? What's the Zarni? Yeah, what's that? Basically, the Varesian Mafia. Uh, Ah, so Alfonso might actually have some links with them in some weird way. uh, You mentioned before Mr. Scarnetti perhaps wouldn't like some activities done by Banny or others that don't respect Mr. Scarnetti. Can you go into that a little bit more? Would do you think Mr. Scarnetti would ever attack Banny? Like maybe break his legs? Hmm. I mean, or I don't cement shoes. <laughs> I don't. How think does he, he feel would... about naps and fishes? I don't think he would do that himself. I mean, Mr. Scarnetti is a well-respected man in town, a businessman. But like I said, it, there's a lot of rumors floating around about him. I don't know which ones are true, which ones aren't, but. I wouldn't want to cross the guy. Why would you keep he's working le- for such a man? He's a legitimate businessman. Because I'm not trying to screw him over and he pays very well. I kind of look at Gotara, kind of see if like there's anything else. I, I understand. Paycheck's a paycheck. You do what you need to do to eat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I knew what Banny was doing, but I wasn't doing it. And like he said, it wasn't costing Mr. Scarnetti any money. Did you ever? So it seemed like it was. Well, it, there's costing money, then there's costing money, I <laughs> Looking over it. <laughs> I mean, I, now, I guess. Did, did you ever see anyone whom he may have been doing these drops for on the site? Like, did you ever see any of them coming in? No, I never saw him. Like I said, we, we didn't work all that much together. We had a couple hours overlapping here and there. I didn't see anyone, but, you know, it, I didn't always handle the dock. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, depending on if it was on shift. I think that's just about all my questions I didn't know about you. I think I'm good. We can see if we can let the sheriff let you go. I think you've been here long enough, yeah? I don't know where to go. I don't want to go back to work. You do not feel safe at home? Every time I close my eyes, I just see that body hanging there and her by the saw. Well, mental health professionals won't be invented yet for another 600 years, so... Shit out of luck. Walk it off. No. For about a century. Um, I, I, I actually say... Um, actually, that's not true. I, You're literally aware of a sanatorium down the road. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I, I still say that I, I can see about um, having you stay here for a couple of nights if you'd like under the guard and sheriff's eyes. Not a matter of being safe, but that would be appreciated. I see what I can do. Dominic walks out. That man's guilty. Murder him. Murder. Back in your hole. Um, Um, I I thank him for his time and mentioned that Gotara, now we should probably present what we know with the sheriff. uh, Before she goes, Gotara will ask, like, do do you want me to go speak with the father down at the church? Maybe he could come down and talk to you for a wee bit. I'm not really a pious man. Why? But even even if it's not with the gods, having someone to talk to you, I find, can be a little bit liberating. I'd rather find salvation at the bottom of a bottle. She'll pull out her her flask with that whiskey and offer it to him. Oh, Christ. (laughs) We're trying not to kill this person. Uh, He takes a sip. You notice... Fortitude save. uh, (laughs) Turns bright green. (laughs) Yeah, not, not his most favorite drink, but he could use a stiff drink today, so he takes it and kind of rolls with it. Dominic tries really hard to stifle a laugh. <laughs> because he remembers what, uh, more impressed than she is with most of the party at this point. Gives yeah. him a pat on the back. He kind of hands it back to him and says, 
I think your whiskey's gone bad. She's just going, nah, that's a bit right. <laughs> and she to walks be fair, out like actively sucking it. <laughs> Gotara <laughs> thinks Dominic actually drank it as well. Because if you remember, <laughs> I poured it into a plant. When you weren't yeah, looking. Yeah, my plant caught fire. Coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if that increases your opinion of him, but that did happen. So far, you're kind of neck and neck with Miniri for opinion of the party. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> so, out of character, just kind of thinking out loud. Gotara and Miniri, did you guys, when you were looking at the bodies, did you see any tattoos? That was going to be my next question. And if yeah, need I, be, say, I'm I don't run, remember this. I don't I'm going to run tattoos. downstairs and double check having heard that. I remember the ta- I remember the Raven tattoo now that it was mentioned, but I didn't remember it when we were looking at the bodies. So, Nate, can I go back downstairs and double check the bodies to see if they had now that I know what I'm looking for? Yeah, sure. Just like run downstairs and be like, oh, forgot to cover them up. <laughs> oh yeah, god! Still I just want one more peek under the uh, sheet. Uh, roll guy's got a raven on his butt cheek. Another fortitude save. Good heavens! Oh, that dwarf blood's coming in real handy. What are the dead Ooh. people's charisma score? Fourteen. Is not enough. You're starting to feel it. You didn't oh. get it the first time, but maybe it's the fact that you ran down the stairs. You had your mouth open when you came down. Oh, it's in there. It's oh. Cut in there. You. You got a full mouth. Oh, it's in my full metal. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's really mixing with that whiskey flavor. Oh, that, it was the fifth. It's making it was a nice time. aftertaste. The fifth, the fifth time <laughs> of the bodies did it. Well, while she's kind of gagging, I'm going to check, you know, the bodies to see if I can. Sure, as you look through Mortwell. So we leave the hallway. I Kate. gently close the door and Gotara's like, I must go. The dead bodies <laughs> need me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right back, need to check on something. <laughs> few minutes of checking the bodies, looking all over. None of those three bodies have any sort of raven tattoos. They have, lack of a better term, we would equate to some sort of like tribal (laughs) tattoo you'd see on somebody today, but nothing that looks like it means any significance. Okay. What tribe are you in, bro? I suppose if Dominic were here, I'd ask if he recognizes any of these patterns, but he's upstairs being a wuss, so. (laughs) You didn't tell me to come down. (laughs) You were like, I have to go check on something and ran away. Literally. Maniri Check with the quartermaster? Yes. Compose herself first and get rid of this sickened condition and then yeah. uh, talk by the, to the time quarter you master. walked over, talk to him. So he lets you kind of rifle through their personal belongings and you find three sets of clothing, you find a couple short swords, like belts, daggers, uh, one long bow between them, about fifteen arrows, some gold and just like various clothing, boots, you know, tunics, but you don't find any. A lot of seagulls in this garrison. <laughs> so many seagulls in this building. It actually is right next to the water, so. Or very close. Okay, fine, make it relevant. It's an infestation. <laughs> Damn seagulls! It's pretty close. <laughs> um, you release them to get rid of the rats, and now we have a seal infestation. You can look at the map, it's pretty close. It's I go down to the morgue, they're pecking one of the bodies. <laughs> kind of close to the cliffside. I asked the quartermaster who, which one of them had the note about meeting at Bradley's barn. Uh, it was, or Hask, sorry. Can the uh, quartermaster's name be Kex for the nerds at home? Can <laughs> Sure. Okay. Does quartermaster, quartermaster Kex. Does the quartermaster happen to know where these men lived? 
the three dead guys? Yes. They did not live in town. They didn't live in town. I was just at, I just, I don't nope, have it's any. it's fine. I just was double checking. Okay, so Miniri, with that information, goes to find uh, the others and asks if they had time to talk to the guards. Uh, not yet, as Gotar runs by and says, I have to check on something. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, I, I am gonna wait at the top of the stairs, kind of curiously, just to see what it was. Comes back upstairs, I, clearly a little loopy from the stench. Like, oh, don't go down there. Okay, right. so Did you find anything? No, no. I, the tattoo thing was wondering if maybe they were part of the same gang, but oh, hey, have we invented refrigeration yet? Because I feel like they need it. Or at least they have what they call ice, I'm pretty sure, but that's probably about it. Or at least can they get rid of the seagulls? They're all over the morgue. I don't get three of them off the body. I don't know, says the cleric. Do you know gentle repose? Um, <laughs> I don't have it prepped. Oh my god. What kind of cleric are you? <laughs> the kind that doesn't deal with dead bodies. Um, I was going to say, I have a necklace that does that, but there are oh, more right. of them than, but I, don't know that. Uh, than I have. Oh, I know. Uh, is there anything? Was there anything on them? Nope. No, that, that's I mean, kind of the problem. I'll walk them through what we found when we were examining the bodies. Hmm. You know, predicated on what the, our friend and I just said a moment ago, the letter we found, and now this. I'm wondering if maybe, because our friends downstairs, they were looking for money, right? They were. To- uh, there was a note that they had. That said that there was that about property and gold to make them all rich. Right. That they needed capital for they were looking right. for they were looking for money for whatever scheme they were cooking up, right? It sounds like it's related yes. to Scarnetti and the Mafia. I wonder if maybe, if not Scarnetti, what if Bonnie was the one who was funding whatever they were doing? Because we know he was skimming off the top now. Hmm. Maybe. I would still like to talk to Scarnetti to see what he knows. Scarnetti, yes, it also, although I didn't know how straight an answer you're going to get out of him, based on what you told me earlier, but I'd also like to take a look at Bonnie's apartment. Maybe we could talk to your mouthy friend first and see if he's found anything. I'm I'll talk to the sheriff. Sure. He said it'd be okay. We just need to run it by him first. Well, we should probably, to your earlier point, to share with him what we kind of have learned so far and bounce what we've learned with him, uh, what we've learned so far off of him. So you kind of catch the sheriff up on everything that just happened, unless you guys need to make a specific point. Uh, I don't don't see a need to go through that, so. I would maybe just mention that we're thinking, we don't have, based on what we found with that axe, we're thinking maybe whatever did this is undead. And he's kind of going to stop and go as well. One way that's at least reassuring to know that we don't have another madman on our hands like we did years ago, but... Secondly, now we have some sort of monster. It seems likely. I also would want to make sure that uh, Ibor could stay here. for. Also, I'm a little surprised that he's surprised there is monsters since they literally just spent like a week slaughtering them in the, you know, basement of the town. Between the goblin yeah. raids and the hell mouth underneath the city, this is not the weirdest thing you've dealt with. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, a monster in town? This dude Where? just went from being the sheriff of a tiny podunk town to a goblin attack, monster spawning from underneath, and now a serial killer. He's and the having party kind of, of a bad... They're all captains 
to the guard. Like, that was, and that's not even factoring having us around. Yeah, that's like a bad <laughs> month for this guy. Actually, it's been exactly a month since the Swallowtail Festival. This is a bad month for him. Also, I'm just super confused as to why this is out of character. Just thinking, why an undead would call themselves your lordship? Well, it could be sentient undead. I mean, vampires are all about that shit. Yeah, I was gonna yes. say it, it could be someone right. just controlling the undead to go and kill people that he, he or she does not like, but. Uh, Not to cut you guys off, I actually want you to continue this, but do you tell the sheriff about your speculations of Mr. Scarnetti? I do. I I mentioned that I would like to talk to him from what we heard from Ebor, but that's about it. I do not mention the mafia. Okay, I would say be very, uh, the sheriff would say, be very careful talking to Mr. Scarnetti. He uh, is quick to temper, and he is a very well-respected businessman in town, and he's one of the four leading families in Sandpoint. So, families wouldn't, wouldn't get on his bad side. No, the four families in Sandpoint uh, are the four families that founded the town. Well, three now. <laughs> How many slaves do they own? Oh, oh wait. All four <laughs> still exist. It was only 50 years ago. Yeah, the four families, the Gambinos. <laughs> oh, I thought. No. I thought. Uh, no, <laughs> the four families are the Scarnettis. The <laughs> Kaijitsu, which is Amiko, uh, the Thaldemars, and the Deverins, which is Mayor Deverin. So, so um, yeah, the Glassworks. Uh, what's the innkeeper's name? Amiko. Oh, Amiko. Amiko. She's the last one left, though, right? She's the last one of that family line. Okay. So, oh, I, and she's I not in know. the business, so. Three families. She's As... pregnant. Ba na <laughs> <laughs> Her and Biblin have uh, been having some late nights. By the way, I just noticed the Italian restaurant behind Jesse, and it's just adding a whole layer to this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Pestos. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, continue on your speculation. I kind of like hearing this. I just wanted to... Out, out of character, I have a lot of ideas. My character's yeah. not that bright, unfortunately. No, and yeah, 100% not that bright, but I'm, I also, I'm thinking... Uh, Banny's in a cult, and um, it's doing some cult lumber. I don't know what they would do with lumber. Banny's in a cult. I, don't I think definitely Banny's think he got cult. involved with the wrong I think people. Banny's in the mob. <laughs> yeah, I think he got oh, involved mm. with the mob, and when he didn't do whatever they wanted him to do, they probably stalked him. Katrine got caught in a crossfire, and that was that. See, I think... What I'm thinking is that he was diverting resources to whatever these fuckwits were doing. Someone found out and either the mobs pissed off and had him killed or someone shut him up before the mob could find out what was going on. But I'm thinking that whatever is doing this either is undead or has an undead for a pet. That's why I'm thinking cult. Have we had security cameras invented yet? (laughs) I I guess the big thing that kept getting me was he was trying to get... I tried at the lumber mill. Yeah. Ryan exist. If we can hold off on talking to um, Scarp, Scarpetti, whatever his name is, Scaparelli. Um, <laughs> Not the guy Scarpetti. from HJY. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor Scarpetti. Yeah. If we can hold off on that for until tomorrow in game, I can, pick up, I can pick up Detect Undead 
I mean, we should definitely go check out Benny's house first. I think that makes the next right. sense while we meet up with Alfonso to see what he may have learned. Are we going to talk to those two guards that found the three men? Uh, go for it. I, I mean, it they seem pretty cut and dry dead from what I've heard from both of you about the bodies. Yeah, also without, like... without actually tracking down finding them, uh, you kind of learned that their story was they were walking on their patrol route as per normal around Cougar Creek and around this particular barn, which there's a road leading nearby, when suddenly a crazed man came running out and attacked them. And they quickly subdued him and knocked him to the ground. It looked like he was tied up with rope, but he was able to get up and run away. And when one of the guards, Dirk, held them down, Orth went into the barn to check out where he came from, and that's when he noticed the bodies. And the bodies were just thrown onto the ground. None of them were strung up like this one but they did have the seven-pointed star carved into him. Um, the crazed man was tied up? He had, like, rope tied around his torso, but his legs were not tied up. Is that was one able of the to... three that we have the list of? What was uh, The guy who was tied up that ran at him, was that, like, Hask, Tade, or Mortwell? No, no, no that was uh, the dude from the sanitarium. Yeah, Grace. he was moved to the sanitarium. It was just that guy, okay. We still need Grace to talk to him at some point. He's <laughs> dead. Oh, he is dead. Who? Right? No. I thought you said Grace he, isn't just... dead. No, they oh, I thought you said he him dispatched him. No, 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 no. Great. He, th- I think he meant, like, subdued him, not dispatched. That was my yeah. assumption. Oh, okay. So in medieval times, I thought that was like, oh, yeah, nice way of saying they no, killed you're, him. No, you're thinking of the mafia terms. I dispatched him. No, 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 no. He's still alive. He, okay. He got sent to the sanatorium, which is down the road, which is why you guys know a sanatorium exists. Got it. So, got it. <laughs> mental health is a, a strong word for what that place is. I mean, strictly Lobotomy. speaking, sanatoriums have been around since the medieval period. I wouldn't call them healthy, but they did exist. Um, That's why I said medical health professionals. I'm not counting yeah. putting I mean, leeches on people and lobotomies as actual health. It yeah, was I mean, more of a hole that they would put this you in. This is a Dr. Kellogg situation. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was mostly 30 people in one bedroom. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Oh, you got depression? Well, that's definitely schizophrenia. Throw them in the hole. This was Medicine. kind of more. This makes what what would be going on here would make Arkham Asylum look legit. Anyway. So, uh... so we need to check out Danny's apartment. Well, yeah. first we need to touch base with Alfonso and find out if he's been lynched yet. Um, he's barely that... safe at the Rusty Dragon. Not that he's immune there, and it's not a sanctuary by any means, but. He's more like there than other places. <laughs> relative, relative. He doesn't term. do well with the uh, authorities. <laughs> you so are the we, authority. So we also uh, we meet, up the man. meet up with Alfonso, Benny's, Even apart, yourself. Benny's apartment, uh, the sanatorium, and then Scarnetti. I'd also like to check out the crime scene at some point, like the Cougar River crime scene. The, the barn. Bradley's that, that, barn. That, that's a day trip. Uh, yeah, I thought we were told that was going to be irrelevant, but... Um, yeah. Was it I that far away? I, I, I think that could be uh, after Scarnetti if we want to, yeah. if we really want to go investigate it. I mean, yeah, we could, and the good news is by the time we get back, there'll definitely be more bodies and evidence, so... It's about a couple we'll hours journey if you wanted to go out there. I was yeah, going to say, I was forever. under the impression it, it was just a couple forever, of hours. I don't think. Not like a day trip. Well, you go out there, you investigate for... I assume you're not taking a 10-minute look. 
and then nice come back. That's a barn where three people were murdered. Murdered, right? You yeah, remember yeah, that beforehand? Mom? You got to have a party country breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, finish that word there, Nate. <laughs> I know that was a bad <laughs> word to pause. Please, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and remember, we're we recording know? this. <laughs> Rhymes with runt. <laughs> Do we know if they like? So, like, Runs. there's that shady ah. bar where, like, Eves and Low Life's, the one where, like, Miniri tried to <laughs> come and bend the knee with that dude. Would that be a place where? Is that the we one where he wore the mustache? Whether or not, like, these three guys would these three guys like frequent that place? The those like the con men? Would that be something that Miniri no would seems know? Seems to know them. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think possibly you could go check out that bar. I mean, you don't just know this asking the air. Split the no, party. I know, but like, would that be the? <laughs> would that if? So if Miniri was looking for locally looking for people who were being shady and conmen, etc., would that be the bar that Miniri would go to? No, uh, you all seem to have the idea that the Fat Man's Feed Bag, which I believe is that bar, has a shady reputation. If you're looking for a shadier reputation, you're looking. At the hagfish. Okay. Wasn't that the bar that Maneri wandered into and immediately wandered back out of? <laughs> no, she went to the fat man's feed bag. That's the well, one where was the bar where I used my disguise skill because I have a disguise skill. That's the fat man's feedback where you both walked uh, in. You had a decent disguise, and her disguise was her just terrible. looking around shifty. <laughs> Finger <Right>. over <laughs> the lip. I have a mustache. No, I'm just I... <laughs> So I am not a cat. Hello, my thought, my thought process is to see if me if any of these three men maybe talked a good game of like having a you know a con coming up that's gonna pay out really well where they loose lipped it all at the bar, that type of thing. That's now, what I'm thinking. Where I was wrong is not that the fat man's feet bag is a perfect bar, but it is more likely to break out in a drunken fight than CD Tavern. Right, right, right. Kitchen. I would also want to take, I'd also recommend looking around and seeing if anyone else has a visible. Ri- Where was the Raven tattoo on um, on Banny, by the way? Uh, kind of like down his right abdomen. So not visible? No. So I'm going to have to ask every person in the street to just lift, lift up their shirt a little bit. Yeah. Just okay, go up to so every I've woman got, uh... and be like, lift up your shirts. How could that go wrong? <laughs> Right. I've got 11 o'clock a.m. Meet up with Alfonso. 1 p.m. Benny's apartment. 3 p.m. Sanatorium. 5 p.m. Scarnetti. Because that's no, when, no. you know, around then it would be the uh, the CD bar. 7 p.m. Wait, wait. And this then, is all uh, today? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. So, well, just so you know, the sanatorium probably takes about two and a half, three hours to get to. This is a two, three day kind of thing. Is, oh, geez. Can I ask a, can I ask a question? Does Is the sanatorium or the um, Bradley's Barn, are they like one en route to the other or are they in totally separate directions? I will show you guys the map later, but they are fairly en route. Okay. So maybe I we can we do, should do everything those in town two. first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Honestly, and we don't have to necessarily go to the shady bar either. I just, I'm just thinking. I mm. love that's all. Also, yeah, I really and- like to wait until tomorrow to talk to Scarnetti because I really do want to have Detect Undead ready just in case. He, he, he's a zombie, or one of his guys is a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Vinny. V- Vinny, just a afraid if Zomboni. If we, if, if we boy, wait so long. I'm just afraid if we wait so long, something else could happen. 
right. that may destroy that. the case and, or uh, other people's lives. I agree. The point. The point Maybe is for us to be split the party. I mean, yeah. we, it, I, I have uh, you know, if it's really that smell, right? I have detect undead at that point. Yeah, we have it prepped. If we can, no, if we can just smell them. <laughs> I'm... So what, you're going to sniff everyone in, like, Scarnetti's entourage? No, but if he smells like you just baked Parmesan, you know, <laughs> it's going to be pretty easy to notice. <laughs> you walk into I a think room the point is... Sniffing them, that's going to end badly. <laughs> or... That, this one smells I, like marinara. Get him! This one smells like Chef Boyardee. Kill him! Ooh. Oh. Insult to it's your a mother. good thing we don't live in a state that's like 50% Italian or else yeah. we'd be in trouble. Yeah, right? <laughs> I definitely have a story about that I can't share. Yeah. Hey, Pat Tony, what's what's your last name? Smith. Get him! <laughs> so, uh, Johnny so Tightlips, what do you think? I ain't saying nothing. Out of that exhausting list, so what is your plan for the rest of the day? Because it's probably only about noontime right now. 11 o'clock. Meet up with Alfonso and Banny's apartment's my vote. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of down with that. I agree and with that. Out of character, I think we should all stay highly visible for long amounts of time and probably late into the night. We're also, going to Banny's apartment with guards. Yes. So, no, I'm just saying the the murders happen at night. We should party hard at night. That way, we're we got witnesses because our name has already shown up in connection. And so maybe staple Alfonso's mouth shut. Yeah. So, so, so it'd be really nice if uh, people saw us, you know, at all times. Not murdering people. <laughs> Not also, murdering guys, people. on your list you had there, uh, Scarnetti is in town as well. If you want, to right. open up a restaurant. <laughs> we definitely want to look at the well. Meet up with Alfonso and Benny's apartment first. If we have time, maybe Scarnetti's. If we can delay <laughs> it a day, yeah. uh, I'm still kind of against that, but. Go in and say, Mr. Scarnetti, we have some questions for you. I cannot deny this on the day of my daughter's wedding. I was going to say, is his daughter's <laughs> wedding coming up? <laughs> and there uh, is a the large shady, wedding planned in town. <laughs> Perfect the time. The shady bar we can definitely do in the evening because what else are we going to do in the evening, bar. really? Yeah, I'm sure it'll really help our reputation be seen in a seedy bar in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's uh, not seedy. Eh. I'm not sure we need to hit up the seedy bar because, I mean... A, the one that you guys are thinking of is not the CD bar and the hagfish. I mean, yeah, let's just go in and question a bunch of CD people. Hey, so I doesn't think it's going to be. Well, it can't go because... any worse than going up to a woman and asking her how well it went when her yeah. daughter was being finger banged by some guy. <laughs> Maybe. It's called, it's called bad cop. No, no. How long was your daughter Rodon fucking the, the lumber mill owner? Please, yeah, and, graphic. Uh, Karen, you were too polite. It's not finger banged. It was finger blasted. Ah, I'm it. sorry. That's right. That's right. So, I'm sorry. You look back to your no, notes. You about your dead daughter's sexual back. history. So, just so you guys know, there really are a number. There are a number of taverns in town. I Karen doesn't remember all of them, but the hope is Miniri would remember some of them. Let's put it this way. Uh, this is how so you describe long. it. The White Deer is more like an inn, and it's where your parents would go if they visited Sandpoint. The Rusty Dragon is for most adventurers because they hear of its reputation with Amico being the owner. Not that they know, but like they know that's that's on the oh must see when you go to Sandpoint. The Hagfish is literally when you get off the dock. That's the first bar you see. So usually the most crowded and tends to have a lot of sailors and 
people that come in and out of town, so that's why it has a more reputation for Seaman. having... I wasn't going to make the joke, but I was thinking it. Having yeah, more, or as you guys keep saying, CD reputation. Not that it mm-hmm. does, but if you were to find it, it'd probably be there. Uh, okay. Reese's Place is another small bar. Uh, think of this. Known for her tales of ancient legends and myths as much as its spiced potatoes and cider. It is a quiet kind of tavern. If more than their place gets of... destroyed by an earthquake, would it be Reese's Pieces? Uh, it would, yes. <laughs> I, I'm more I'm more interested in this cider. Why aren't we hanging out there? That sounds good, actually. It sounds like someplace Reese's, I would... Reese's adventure cool. be right there. <laughs> no, no, it's me personally. I would love to go to a place like that. It's like, ooh, cider? Yeah. What's going There's... on there? Homemade cider? Cider, spiced potatoes. <laughs> a favorite of the patrons of the theater? The Cracktooth's Tavern. We're not going to the theater. Damn, says Dominic. As I said, there is also (laughs) the Hagfish and the Rusty Dragon. And Fat Man's Feedback, the place you have been. Miniri's favorite. (laughs) Miniri's not welcome there anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Dominic would agree that it doesn't seem fruitful to go to the bar because it seems like nobody really knows these people even. I mean, they weren't even in town. They were just kind of out of town. What you've been told about these people is the sheriff specifically said that they show up in town every once in a while, kind of run their, you know, con drift games. The sheriff finds out, and when he gets to him, kicks him out if they haven't left already. I refuse to believe no one in this town. Based on that description, I refuse to believe no one in this town knows them. I'm thinking. Yeah, but if, if you want to ask the sheriff maybe who got duped by it, maybe that would be fine. Or maybe if they have any known associates in the city. I think I mean, we have it's... more. I think we have hotter leads to chase than that. I agree. Okay. Uh, so that'll wrap it up for us, guys. Why don't we try this again next week? Same time. Let's see what happens, and we'll pick it up with your investigation. Hey, Karen Borges here, but you may know me as Maniri, the constantly self-doubting catfolk swashbuckler. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Rise of the Rune Lords Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.